GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line 71307. We are streaming every way known to man except for MySpace, and I don't know where that's at nowadays. Everybody in the gun industry right now is at SHOT Show except for the number number one and number two. We are the most important guys in the gun industry, so that's why we stayed back. Joining me now... From the Second Amendment Foundation's Investigative Reporter Project is investigative reporter Lee Williams. You you like that designation as being we're the two most important guys in the gun industry? Yes, absolutely. I love it. I've done plenty of shots. It's a great time. Uh, I w- more people should be able to go. But I'm thankful I'm staying home here in sunny Sarasota yeah. and churning out, churning out some uh, investigative stories. It's probably quite cold in Vegas right now. Yeah, that's like that's a that's a wind here. vortex down in there in that valley. So, very it's cold. always it's always cold at shot media day out at the range. You can't wear enough clothes. Yeah. So you teased me yesterday when you told me uh, when we were talking yesterday on the phone. So I have no idea what you put out there. So tell me what you put out there. Well, there's a new anti-gun group, and by new, I mean it's been only been around for a couple of years. That is uh, that hopes their foreign lawsuits against gun makers will lead to increased <laughs> gun control here in the United States. They're called the Global Action on Gun Violence Bill, and they've got, they filed and funded two lawsuits against uh, American firearms manufacturers. The plaintiff is the Mexican government. They've got a lawsuit currently against Smith & Wesson in a Canadian court, and then they dropped a civil rights complaint with the Inter-American Commission on Human Rights which is based in uh, South America and has no legal authority in the United States. Now, this would all be funny, and we could have a good laugh, except yesterday, <laughs> um, the, the first U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals overturned a lower court's ruling that had dismissed Mexico's lawsuit after finding that it violated the PLCAA, which is a protection, as your readers know, of Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. Basically, the law, which became federal law in 05, protects American gun makers from any liability if their product is used by criminals during the commission of a crime. It does not shield them from lawsuits arising out of defective products, which is a point, a lie the other team always makes. Now, this thing was heard by a three-judge panel of the First Circuit of Appeals, and Judge William Kayata wrote the... Uh, the opinion. Uh, he was nominated by Obama in 2012. He says that uh, it does not violate PLCAA because it plausibly alleges a type of claim that is statutorily exempt from the PLCAA's general prohibition. I don't know what that means. He clarified it by saying that the PLCAA was only designed to protect lawful firearms related to commerce, yet Mexico has accused the companies of aiding and abetting illegal gun sales by facilitating the trafficking of firearms into their country. Okay, now the interesting thing about this gun group, I mean, nobody's ever heard of them. They don't have anything filed, no financials online with the major nonprofit watchdogs. But the dude running it, uh, Jonathan Lowy, spent decades. He's well-known in the gun control industry. He worked for 25 years at Brady as their chief counsel and VP for legal affairs. So he's a known commodity. What came out of a story he did for The Trace, a little bit of truth, is that he and his group actually complied with FARA, 
That's the law of Foreign Agents Registration Act, the one that Hunter Biden never uh, never complied with and possibly could be charged with. It requires agents of a working for a foreign principal to publicly disclose their obligations to this foreign government. And Lowy and his group have registered as foreign agent for Mexico, if you can actually believe that. And unfortunately, this thing is getting some traction. I doubt it will go anywhere, but it's going to cost, again, our team and our guys a lot of money. Well, do they even have standing to be able to bring a lawsuit like that? Do you have to have standing to bring a lawsuit? Yeah, no, they don't. However, when you draw an Obama appointee as your judge, uh, you know, things get a little, um, they operate, how shall I say this, outside of the law. Ah. I mean, I, I doubt even Lowy expected it to go his, this far. I mean, he basically said he formed his group because he was frustrated and uh, he, he wants these lawsuits to basically raise the morale of the gun ban industry because they're so tired and demoralized. And I quote, one of the greatest, perhaps the most dangerous foes that we face in the gun violence prevention movement is hopelessness. If you open your imagination to look at what the rest of the world does, you realize it's not hopeless at all, he said. Um, and that pretty much says what you need to know. I mean, you got to pretend. you got to pretend that everything's not hopeless, Bill, if you're a gun banner, and then everything will be okay. Yeah, but that's not realistic. No. That's no. nearly as delusional as waking me waking up tomorrow going, you know, and I start playing the old, uh, gosh, I can't remember names. Oh, man. Man, I feel like a woman. I start playing that, and I <laughs> I begin to feel like I'm a woman. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, getting out there and saying, well, it's not all bad on the gun-grabbing front. Uh, I mean, I understand why, the, why these guys have this sense of hopelessness. Um, they, they're, they're constantly churning out these post-brewed tantrum laws but in these blue states, but they're all getting overturned by the court. And we've been winning consistently in courts against ATS unconstitutional rules and regulations. So it's not difficult to understand why they're so demoralized and, and sad. Well, <laughs> the problem is they want they want gun. See, all of this gun control they push, they keep, I mean, how many different types of gun control can New York, California, New Jersey, uh, Maryland, Illinois, these states that already have all the gun control already, are they going to have, like, double-secret probation or something coming up soon? Evidently, yes. Uh, I don't know what more there is to add, and that's why I'm mystified every time I, I, I read a new bill. They're, they're, as, we, as you and I have said, they're certainly getting creative. And representing the Mexican government and suing is, is pretty creative. I, I would not have I, I could never have come up with that as an idea. But uh, unfortunately, you know, these gun manufacturers are going to have to pay a lot of money. And uh, and that's money that uh, they'll probably be passed on to their customers, which is sure. sad. I'm sure. I'm sure. To find Lee, there's a few places you can go find him. He's at thegunwriter.substack.com. He's at armedamericannews.com. And he is the lone investigative reporter at the Second Amendment Foundation's Investigative Reporter Project, saf.org. Thank you for joining me this morning, sir. My pleasure. Take care, brother. Yes, sir. 2-8 Tuesday. Lee digs. Lee Lee is a digger. When we get back, um, 
I've been doing some thinking, and I've decided to throw my hat. I, I too, want to save a business, and I've come up with some ways to save the electric vehicle. I will share this with you when we get back. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.